Hi. So we just bought a microphone. Um, admittedly, I don't know how to use it. So we recorded this podcast with the microphone in the wrong position for three people. I know ideally we need three microphones, but at the moment we have one. Um, so I'm sorry, my voice throughout this entire podcast is a lot more up close and personal, and the two gals are a little bit more in the distance. We're going to fix that in the future. I'm sorry, but please enjoy episode five of Two or Three Doings. Uh, hello. Um, welcome to Two or Three Doings, the podcast where you're the most important being. Um, this is episode, uh, we've lost it. Five. Five. Um, we are currently doinking. Lots of shit. A lot of shit. Um, actually, the alcoholic beverages that we have available are varied. But our lovely guest, who we will introduce here in a moment, has brought us Keef. It's Keef. It's cannabis-infused classic soda. Yeah. It's got THC, 26 milligrams in 12 ounces. And it's freaking great. It's and good. It's, it's too good. Hard it's to open, so good. But I... once you try it, you gotta buy it. Put it over ice cream. It's even better. Oh, oh my no. god. So, as always, my name is Chelsea. I'm Jeffrey. We are a married couple. We live in St. Charles, and we doink and talk about shit, and we have a Apparently, wonderful... we ingest THC sometimes. And apparently, we ingest... <laughs> we ingest... A, it has a very large label that says MARIJUANA yeah. in all caps, I and know. that's what we're drinking. This is our lovely guest, Taylor. We didn't that's actually me. tell you the rules. We'll tell it you after. Oh, what are the rules? <laughs> it's okay, because they're just optional anyway. <laughs> but we'll tell you after. <laughs> You'll probably follow them, right? We'll break all the rules. We have some drinking games for you, Taylor. Oh, great. Taylor, we'll get to who you are in a minute. But some okay. of our drinking games are, Jeffrey, what's yours? Sometimes, I, I've been known to say like three like describing words. Adjectives. Adjectives, yes. Yeah, in a row. So I'll be like, oh man, it was like the just the very. I had like the very, very, very best time. Like I'll do that okay, without even yes. knowing it. Now I'm and starting to catch to on to it. Right. When I do that, yeah, everybody drinks. Um, Turns out I suck at interrupting people. Like yeah. every time I've listened to any episode, I'm like, fuck Chelsea, just shut up, <laughs> just shut up and let them finish their goddamn sentence. I get so impatient, and when he's like searching for a word, I'm trying to help. It's yeah. like the two in me. I'm like, oh, I can finish that sentence. Oh, yeah, that's for you. exactly how Kristen is. Oh, my God. It's so fucking annoying. Well, I, that, it's actually my biggest pet peeve, and I do it. That's funny. It doesn't bother me, so. But the difference is, no, it's not when you, like, I'm tr- trying to but find my, a word. It, there you go. <laughs> there is the example. <laughs> so It's not when I'm trying to find a word. Yeah, it's when you just cut me off and take over. That's the difference. It's because I get distracted, and I think it's okay. I think it's like my brain is on its way. And I'm like um, thinking about what just happened and what needs to happen now. And then I'm just like, oh, this thing. And sometimes I forget mm-hmm. that what's happening has already moved on. Yep. So yep. I just get confused. I understand that. And I'm like, wait, wait, guys, catch it. It's like you have like 13 like, thoughts about what was said. Yes. And I'm still catching up. Yeah. And your body's like, we must say this one. But wait, we were <laughs> on this topic over here. Exactly. It's like if you're running and you're like, guys, catch, wait, we're catching up. Yep, that's what it's like yeah. for me. Anyway, um, Taylor is our guest tonight. She is, honestly, you're going to have to be a staple because 
all week, I was like, oh my God, there's so many things I could ask you. Oh my God, there's so many things I want to know. It oh could my be, God, we could have so many conversations. It could be way longer so than, than two hours. It could be a long time. So it's going to have to be Go ahead and tell us, parts. who are you? Who oh, the hell are you? Who am that's I? A, that's a big question. I'm Taylor. <laughs> um, ooh. How do, I, how do I intro myself? When did we all meet each other? Okay, well, I think we've gone to a concert. Together. We went to college. Me and Chelsea yes. went to college mm-hmm. together. We met in a Christian ministry mm-hmm. studies class. We did have the same class. Ooh. Yeah, I always forget who was in that class. You and Matt Swearinger were the ones that invited me to the church. Wait, you didn't go before that? I thought no. You were already there. Nope. Psychology, Christian ministry studies, and then I became a therapist eventually. Yeah. You went to Covenant, right? I did. Yeah, Yeah. as well. Yeah. (laughs) You've had a life. You've had a whole life. life. Christian life. (laughs) And then... (laughs) Starts to sweat. (laughs) Is currently sweating. Yeah. I want to hear about that, though. Okay, yeah. No, I I want to talk about it. Yeah. Great. It's good. I want to hear about, like... It's juicy. It's actually really juicy. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. So, all right, so where do we start? Do we, do, we, do we start at like where you were in college? Wait, okay. Do you remember what was that thing that we used to do in the, I don't remember what any of the fucking halls names were. That Okay, I think it was Selby. Oh, I remember Mom. Shelby. Oh. The, I don't remember the basement. I don't fucking know. It was the basement of Edwards. Edwards. Okay, great. Perfect. It was wherever they had us do the Jesus stuff. And it was at a cafeteria. Oh, it was like where we had this like grab and go option yeah. during the day, and yeah. we had this Christian ministry called Crew. Crew, and it was like, Crew. yeah. I think I went one time, and I was like, I mean, it's me. exactly how it sounds. It's like, oof, <laughs> oof, <laughs> big oof. But we went, and yeah, those were the days where just like church was like every day. Yeah, you know. But here's the thing. College kids who don't know who they are are very influenced. We're multiple. And we're multiple and we're easily targeted. Hate to use that language, but also don't. Yeah. (laughs) So, so, yeah, it was pretty easy to be like, suddenly I'm going to church four days a week when before it was just like a cool Sunday. Yeah, so wait, until you had, wait, why did you get into Christian ministry studies? If you had... You, you know, were going to Matthias. No, what even? Where even were you going? What, what kind of a Christian <laughs> were you? What kind of a Christian were you? You were uh, going to Matthias? Yeah, I was just looking for a cool church because I'd grown up in church and I thought it was. I had made like okay, I had made faith my own, quote unquote. Mm. Pretty much meaning like I was super lost in life, had a lot of shit when I was a teenager. What does lost mean? Like. I just felt lost. I didn't know who I was and you who felt does. Lost. Yeah, I felt lost. Okay. There's a good you were distinction. Lost. Thank you. And I had this some sort of connection with a higher being or and I would say that was pretty true. All the other stuff that came with it was just extra shit that it I like didn't fucked need. it up. Exactly. So in my nineteen year old, eighteen year old brain, it was like I wanna I think being a therapist would be cool. Mm. Um, but you know, as a, a Christian in that community, it felt like you had to slap a Jesus sticker on everything. So it was like, I'm going to become yeah. a Christian therapist. Yeah. And That's so therefore point. that, that kind of like 
took me everywhere else I was going. So like the rest of my years at Lindenwood, I studied Christian ministry studies and psychology, and then I went on to um, a seminary because I had way more questions than I thought I would. Really? So like you went and you were like, I'm gonna have it all tied up, meet the bows. I wanted to, but but in reality you were like, oh, exactly. What's going on? Yep. The more I dove in, the more confusing it got. So, yeah. This is random. Do you remember that one time we went that Bobo, 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 our Bobo, our Bobo um, is our professor. Yeah. He was the, he was the professor. So there was only the one best. there was only one professor of Christian ministry studies and it was God, that man is Luke awesome. Bobo. And he was pretty great. He, he actually me. he actually warned me about Matthias a lot and was oh, really? like, It's very culty. You need Ooh. to watch. Why didn't he tell me that, Bobo? Oh, I've never heard he that. He told me and you know, being who I am, I'm stubborn as hell, so I was like Ooh, it's absolutely not, and I'm a six as well, so I was like, uh-uh, this place is the best. Like, how dare you speak again? You don't even know Mark Stickman. <laughs> okay, so here was the rule. <laughs> you already broke. <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm we not going to say people's names. No, it's no, no, no. that we don't talk shit about people. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. My here, bad, everyone, bad. you can be a part of our rules, so that if you're ever... Yeah. We forgot. That's our okay. fault. We don't talk shit about people. If you want to talk shit about somebody, just don't name them, I guess. But don't okay. also just don't do it. And don't name things. Don't probably. name people. Anonymity's, you know, fair. And what was the other rules? I guess there's context to that. We can name people, but you're yeah. right. If we're gonna, we don't want to shit all over people. And I don't, because I actually sure. still like all these people. Yeah. Right. As exactly. People, you know? But we had an experience, and there we go. Yeah, that's what it was. Anyway, so Bobo Siatentaten, Nene Siatentaten, he brought us to <laughs> this. Um, it was a thing at Lindenwood for Muslims. Interesting. Do you remember this? No. They talked about the Quran. It was the history of the Quran. Okay. Um, I do do remember this. I do remember this. I remember, I remember sitting in that class and my brain was wired already at that point to say, this is wrong. Mm -hmm. So I didn't hear it. Yeah, you had a a confirmation bias. I didn't hear it from a perspective of what is this. I heard it from, well, here's all the reasons it's wrong. And my notes were all, here's what's wrong with what you're saying. Which is such a bummer because I wish I could go back now and listen to it. Because Mm -hmm. that guy knew so much about the Quran that I don't know. And, (laughs) hey, man. Um... Because now I'm like, I do remember like little snippets of it. And it just, I wish I could experience it a new way now. Ooh, that's a good thought. Like, I wish I could have recorded it and put it back on and been like, now what do I think? I do remember sitting in that seminar being like, it was okay, like I've, got, I've got my guns loaded. I'm ready to take down this guy's argument. And we had to like, like go back into class the following day and think, talk, like work through what we thought. If... That's not molding and shaping someone's, like, freedom of thought. <laughs> I don't know what is. But you know what was cool about Bobo? Is you could have been an atheist in that class and it would have been fine. Absolutely. Hmm. He was very respectful. <laughs> like, we oh, talked about God and math problems. He actually challenged me more in my Christianity in the sense And anyone of, else did. Like, challenged me to be more open-minded. I was yeah. really closed-minded about things. Yeah, absolutely. There were books that we read that we were like, ooh, I don't know. And he's like, don't you know? Oh yeah, he became he became the bad guy sometimes and on purpose, which was great because he was like, what would you do under this pressure? Mm -hmm. What would you do under this circumstance? But 
But the coolest thing, the thing I remember most is he would talk to me about God and math problems. And for me, that made sense because it's like scientific. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if we would literally after class, like draw on the board, if like E equals MC squared type shit, like mm. if this e plus this equals this, well, and he, he was, would be like, what if you divide wasn't by he that? Wasn't he a physicist or, um, oh, he, I don't know. He did something in math. He was like Christian ministry was his like secondary thing. He's actually extremely like well versed in something That makes so much else. sense mm -hmm. because that was how we, that was how I thought about it. Of yeah. Like if this equals this then, and that's actually what I do he now. He was very logical. Yeah. That's what I do beautiful. now is my whole job is based around like workflows. So I have to be like, if this equals this then that, and like, how does that affect everybody? And that's just how my brain works. So it was so cool to like get to talk to somebody in that. Anyway, right on. that was a side note. Yeah, that, Continue. Was, that was Lindenwood. That was Lindenwood for you. Uh, I left Lindenwood being like, I have so many questions and no um, answers. And also feeling like at that point, I was so in this church that I was a part of that like, I felt that everything I had to do had to be about uh, Christianity and had to be about Jesus and all these things. So I went to seminary and thought I knew stuff, like really mm. thought I knew. Like I have read the Bible many, many times and studied whatever. That takes it apart for you, like going to seminary. So what does it do? It gives you more questions than answers. I remember being, I took, I studied abroad in Israel, actually. Wow. What? I didn't know you went to Israel. I did. And when? I, back in 2017 or 18. Oh, wow. That's not that long ago. I think it was 17, but it could have been 18. I'm yeah, it's only four years ago. Yeah, it was, and I had already kind of left the church at that point, but what really did it for me was being in Israel mm. um, and looking around at all these people who live their lives with so much conviction, so mm. much conviction, and they have texts to back it up, and everywhere I look, people are fighting over what the quote-unquote truth is hmm. um like what like all humans do we all fight over our own truths and that yeah. kind of thing um mainly what land belonged to who so that's what i was thinking you were gonna say yeah so um, like judaism and mm -hmm. the promised um, land and the promised land and so palestine is fighting with israel over the promised land and um, each think that it belongs to them because their sacred texts can point to can you believe that, that that's so thousands of years later like that's that is human history right there <laughs> like we only figured out what antibiotics were less than 100 years ago Oof, and these yes. people are fighting over the same plot of land for yeah over 2000 so years. it does Large it has some significance large tracks of land <laughs> and they feel deep conviction about inside it. jokes belong outside i'm sorry <laughs> that's cool that's monty python and the holy grail she had huge tracks of huge tracks of huge. Oh, only once. Do you know that in high, in middle school, I had a group of friends, and we were called the TGTBNF. Too cool to be noticed. Wow. No, TCTBNF. Too, well, that's too cool. cool to be. We had a group of five. Oh my god. And we fucking loved that movie. We watched it oh, every weekend, and we could we could literally read. Do the movie. Yeah, that's good. That's such a nerd thing in oh, the yeah. best way. We I were was the really too cool too, to be so. noticed. We used to film videos on our flip camera of like sketches that we would do, and one of them was like a one of them was about these girls that got zapped. Did you ever have zapped? It's like detention, basically. 
Whoa, I got out back? of that word at one time. Was that, was that in school suspension? Oh, well, he went to private school. So Zach. He doesn't yeah. Zach. Zach, Zach was in school suspension. In school suspension. Okay. ISS. Yep. Zach. I was also a good boy and didn't get suspended. I was a good boy who went to a private Christian school. Um, <laughs> God, I, know, you're like, I never got zappy. I did, I didn't but get I don't care what school so I would have been at. I would have been a good boy. Ho- oh, holla, Courtney. Um, we made a flip phone video, and I, God, I wish this still existed somewhere because it was gold we were comedians i'm not even joking today this still would be funny it was barbie dolls and we were making a video about the popular girls who got zapped and at the very end it was like why can't we be friends (laughs) why can't we be friends because we have zapped and we can't talk oh (laughs) i remember it to this day courtney and caitlin if you're out there that would actually make um, a lot of views on TikTok. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like it'd still be good. It was great. We were so clever. Anyway, I went on a huge yes, side big I'm so tangent. I'm so sorry. Big I don't tangent. know. I don't even know where we Is that drink that. worthy? That no, be. I didn't interrupt anybody. Mm. Did I interrupt you? No. Okay. Yeah, it's not drink worthy. Okay. I didn't interrupt anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Drink, drink every time Chelsea says the. <laughs> if we had a drink every time Chelsea said the f word, we'd be <laughs> hammered right now. Yeah, I get. I'm sorry. I feel like on this podcast, I get really aggressive and I get very like direct, and that's only because I'm drinking. And, and you, in real and life, you, I'm never. And you like curse that. like a sailor. I do that anyway. Yeah, my yes. job allows Same. me to do that. So. Same. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway. Okay. okay so back to, back to. You went to seminary. Back to seminary. Goodness. <laughs> Oh man, I went to seminary. Oh my God, guys, please don't hate me. I don't hate you at all. <laughs> this is fine. This is great. Everything's fine. Um, I went to seminary. I had a lot of questions. Oh, I went to Israel. Obviously, hmm. I explained oh, yeah. that. And I just remembered being there, going, "Oh man, this is exactly what I thought it was." You know, a lot of humans fighting over yeah. their man-made laws and yeah. rules, and that's so typical of us. As a human race. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it kind of, I think that was the moment I let go. I was like, I'm letting go of what I think I know. And I'm just going to see where that takes me. Truly. Yeah. And it took me right out of it. <laughs> you were like, pretty quickly, I let go of that. And then pretty quickly after, I had this huge self-revelation of my sexuality that mm-hmm. I had been like, what year is this? Hiding from myself for a really long time. Probably 2017. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, so while you were in Israel, you were like, wait. No, not in Israel. Just around that same time. Okay. I was like, Got it. my brain has been turned to sludge. And now I don't quite know what the fuck is up. <laughs> you know, I feel like that's more honest. Yeah. I mean, because who really does? No one. They're, they'll tell you, but those people usually know the least. <laughs> well, to, to be honest. Not on everything. TBH. We should um, always have experts. Yeah, for sure. But even the experts, the best experts know that they don't know anything. Yeah, exactly. Do you listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson? Have you I ever listened not. to the man speak? No. He's a fucking... Okay, sorry. He's... Goodness. I'm sorry. I just... I have strong feelings about Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> That's a, he's like so... He's an arrogant he's asshole. Physical. He's an arrogant asshole. He's an arrogant asshole. asshole. He knows okay. so much. He's so smart. But the, the smartest people don't believe that they know everything. He's also the yeah. king of interrupting everybody. Right. Listen to him on any podcast. He's so fucking annoying to listen to. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm on a... It's whiskey. My goodness. Whiskey does this to me. (laughs) 
let's limit the like, F words yeah. to like five per episode. Listen, not I, we have a curse blurb in our logo. If they don't okay. know what they're getting into, then they went to the sure. wrong place. Yeah. Sure. We're drinking marijuana beer. <laughs> <laughs> We're drinking liquid marijuana. It's allowed. I can say I can curse like a sailor. It's good for your health. Um there's hmm. science about that. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad because that place yeah. is the it's probably the most honest place to be in. We don't know what's going on. Exactly. There's exactly. And that really started my whole journey with myself of being like, oh man, I looked back at my life and went, wow, I've neglected so much of what's actually there. Yeah. Um, because of these rules and regulations and boxes I felt like I needed to check. Hmm. Whether it be college or Christianity or what I just thought I needed to be, you know. And we're told what to be before we even get a chance to explore what we are. So it's, yeah. that's really confusing. And I realized, I'm like, whoa, I had just this kind of awakening to myself, I guess you could call it. When was this? 17 years yeah. ago? 17, 2017. It all happened in 2000. My life just like changed a lot in 2017. Yeah, I remember there was this one day I was looking through Instagram mm-hmm. and one of my friends is married to a woman and I just remember I kept going back to her page and I kept just looking through her photos and I'm like, why do I keep visiting her stuff? You know, and then one moment I had that really dawned on me and I was like, oh, oh. man. This is the thing I've been trying to run from for like 11 years, but I'm going to face it and I'm just going to look right at it. Like this hasn't gone away the way that I wish it had. Damn. If, you know, if we're going alongside of this Christian, you know, timeline of what I hope my life to be, we're, I'm not there wherever I thought I wanted to be. And Mm. so, cause I was under the impression that that would go away at some point yeah. where I would be settled oh, with no. it yeah. yeah, it would feel better or something and it didn't and so I just looked at that and went oh this is me this is why because what's happening here is what I actually want you're like I'm trying to live vicariously through this person absolutely and I noticed that in myself and wow. I was like oh that's what I'm doing and then after that it was just like whatever relationship I had with God felt way more gentle hmm just felt like I needed to face that in myself, and that's what God felt like for some reason. Yeah, like that's what you've been searching for for all Yeah, this just acceptance and like this... Because even before you went to Linwood and you were like, I just, there's this thing. Yeah, and so it was that same feeling, Yeah, and it was this peace. Oh, it was the peace and the not knowing of what was going to happen, of what it meant. My And I just remember kind of vowing to myself, like, I'm just going to let myself be hmm. for a little bit. Hmm. And not have to know the answer. And that really changed my entire life. And isn't that the grace thing? Yeah, you know, that's kind the of thing like the thing. <laughs> it's like so hard when you're in that place for so long of... You were talking about like, I started searching for this thing and all of a sudden all the stuff fucked it up. Mm-hmm. Like all this stuff got in the way. Like all these rules and places, things you had to do and expectations. and Yes. Then all of a sudden you find yourself back in that place and you're like, here it is. Mm-hmm. It was so simple this whole time. Yeah, 11 years later. Here it is. Yeah. And you had to go mm. through all this bullshit. <laughs> exactly. Because I knew, I mean, I was afraid. Now, it's not all the church's fault. I was afraid as an eighth grader to have never really felt, or to have felt just like, I'm not sure I like boys the way that my friends do. <laughs> I actually think I have more feelings for girls sometimes. <laughs> and to 
be so confused Was as a little box? Christian eighth grader going, I'm scared. Am no, I gay? Nobody is <laughs> explaining these things. Yeah, and I don't understand myself. What happens um, if you're not that? Because pretty much what happened is I fell in love with one of my best friends. Oh, no. Yeah. And it was like, but was at that, that age, you know, you just don't know anything really. So I was yeah. just like, yeah. Actually, that's not true. Um, kids know a lot more than like, we give them credit for. But, yeah, I was just really confused. And I think as a six, I wanted security more than anything mm-hmm. else. Um, I wanted to be safe in my life, in my understanding of myself. You know, and that is really where a lot of that came, this desire for structure and religion really came yeah. into the picture. So it mm. kind of muddied things, but to an extent, it served a purpose. He's going to be friends with you. The cat is coming. One of the 17 cats. <laughs> Actually, hold on. This is a big, I don't want to dwell on this too long because nobody can see it because it's a podcast. But if this cat is showing its face around you, that's a good thing. Yeah, he doesn't really... He's a very shy boy. He's a shy boy. He'll come back. He's great. I love him. He's my boy. Yeah. Um, well, now I've forgotten what I was going to ask. I'm sorry. Um, do you think that... So you were talking about, I was just trying to find security. Because it's so much easier when you have the answers. Exactly. And for you, now you have all... You're however many years old... You're going mm-hmm. through this thing that's very counter to what you've been raised in. But I'm only able to do that because I have security. I have yeah. what feels like safety that I've built in my life, you know? Yeah. But when you're a kid, yeah. you're just looking at the outside going, what can I grab onto? Yeah. And what was that? Church, I guess. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I don't, after that, it was like, I'm going to start reading the Bible. I was in eighth grade reading the Bible because I was so paranoid about yeah. what me liking women meant for me. Mm. What did that mean? What do you mean by that? I was just scared because I knew I had heard it was bad from the church or from Christians. Like, I knew enough to know that if, you know, I knew that, like, the Bible had said some stuff, you know, and I, so I went and I searched. And very quickly you figure out, yeah, it does say stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we can talk about translations and all that kind of stuff. But as an eighth grader, Reading that, you go, <gasps> oh my gosh. Oh God. So I stuffed that somewhere deep going, <laughs> well, we can't, we can't do that. Whatever that is. We Whatever can't. that is. Apparently it's real Absolutely bad. not. So yeah. we're going to just pretend like it's not there. And that was kind of the, but you then can't. you went to the promised land and it <laughs> <And then laughs> <happened> again. <laughs> oh dear. That actually had not dawned on me. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> I'm confused. Oh, oh I get it. Okay. You know, yeah. I like, wow, yeah. Wow, isn't that ironic? It's beautiful. <laughs> I just 11 year uh, little uh, side note there. Man, that's a journey. Yeah, it was quite the journey. And yeah, so I, I clung to religion pretty hard. And I'm pretty, I'm intellectual, I would say. Also very stubborn. Mm. And I'm a six. So. I liked the community aspect. I liked all those things. But with that comes ideas, thoughts, beliefs about yourself, about certain topics. And Mm -hmm. it kind of just like, if you drink in the Kool-Aid, drink it all, you know? Did you ever have a boyfriend? Did that ever, like, happen? I I mean, I guess, kind (laughs) of. It never lasted very long. I dated 
I've dated plenty of men okay. as like a casual thing. Okay. Um, like, hey, we'll see where this goes. Exactly. We're Nothing talking. serious. There was never anything serious because I just wouldn't let it happen, even as a Christian. Because inside. Because inside, I think I was terrified <laughs> of this idea that I had to marry a man one day. Oh. And no offense to men, men are great. You guys are great, but like. Oh, thank you. You know, there. but like at the same time, <laughs> That's Christian okay. women, um, I was not like a lot of the Christian yeah. women or the Christian culture, I should say. Yeah. Um, and I felt really sad that one day if I wanted to be married, it had to be to a man. Wow. It had to be. They're going to force <laughs> me to marry a man. So when, <laughs> when were you officially, I guess, out? Yeah. Um, oh Do you know? I didn't know for a really long time. I only Most found out very didn't. recently. Most people did it because I didn't talk about it much when yeah. I was in the church for obvious reasons. Sure. Um, and it was something I didn't want to face in myself. And I think my coming out quote unquote process was special to me. And I really tried to keep it um, safe for myself. So I did it in layers. Okay. Um, starting in 2017. Wow. Okay, so it started So back who then. was that first layer? My really close friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, yeah, two of my best friends, me just kind of being like, <laughs> it was actually the exact same week that I'd had this epiphany. And I was like, okay, I cannot do this alone. I need people in my corner. Mm-hmm. So I talked to my best friend Taylor and Jesse both separately and I remember calling Jesse and being like hey can you hang out tonight she's like no I'm going somewhere and I'm like what about just like 30 minutes she's like okay I'm like being all cryptic and she's like yeah I mean I guess that's fine and I'm like okay cool and so she came over and I awkwardly sat in her car and was just like so, by the way, like, I just need to talk to you. And she was scared at this point. She was like, oh, my God, she's going to tell me that, like, something's really wrong with her or someone died or something. And, no, I told her, like, I think that I'm gay. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm, like, 95%. She's like. Turns out, don't like boys at all. Though. She was, like, she was relieved because she thought I might have cancer or something. Um, uh, so that was actually cancer. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 way better than cancer. Um, Girls is fine. Yeah. Good. Yeah. (laughs) So her reaction was wonderful, but she had probably one of the best, her, both of them had the best reaction because I was scared, obviously, as a woman having really close female friends. Yeah. They would think something, like, that I like them. So were you telling me you're in love with me? Right. I'm like, (laughs) absolutely not. Ew. You're not even attractive. (laughs) Yeah. So. Wow. Ouch. I'm yeah. sorry, whoever Taylor's friend was. <laughs> Taylor, Jesse, I'm feeling in the blanks. This isn't real. Um, yeah, so she had a great reaction, and so did um, I call her Yudi instead of Taylor because you know there's yeah. a lot of Taylors out there. Um, a lot of Taylors. But Jesse, I had told her, and she was really sad, and oh. because. I had not been able to tell anyone for 11 oh, years. That's a good sad. And it was such, it was the sad I needed because yeah. I couldn't yet feel it for myself. Yeah. You so she felt it for yet. me. And I was like, oh shit, you're right. That is really lonely. Mm-hmm. And I, it was just really the first time oh, I had felt seen in all yeah. of that. Like, all truly, these years. Yeah. And then my other friend, um, Yudi, she, her response was amazing too because it was like, 
okay, cool. Like, I think gay people are amazing, and I've been trying to tell you this for 10 years. Oh, no. <laughs> really? Yeah. So she, she was like, yeah, we know. Yeah, she was more of like, okay, cool. Like, that's fine. What do you want me to do? Yeah. So do you want to go get ice cream? Or? Can I go hang out with my friends now? <laughs> well, and it makes sense, too, because, like, her and her, she just did not... She didn't do the religion thing in college. And she grew up Catholic and absolutely, just from a very young age, was like, nope, this ain't it. Like, (laughs) so she was always kind of like dumbfounded by the whole thing, Mm -hmm. this whole debate that Christianity had with all of that. So, but yeah, those, those were the best reactions of it. Did that change your view of her at all? Oh my God. I mean, it changed like, it changed our friendship dynamic because now I was bringing a lot more to the friendship table than I realized that like I hadn't brought. You were denying myself other parts of yourself. Too. Yeah, yeah. I, I always felt like I had to have my shit together. Yeah, always. you know, there's always this part of me that's anxious because I've gotta like present the right me to everyone. Right. Yeah. yeah, I relate to that. You can't, you can't <laughs> let stuff slip. Like, uh oh. Uh oh, they might find out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. so now it's like you're able to be now more I'm just you myself. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that? After that first layer, even there was like this new layer for you of like oh yeah, a whole other me. I I felt this like really strong, and it's actually interesting. I felt this wave of like parts of me that were still thirteen. Hmm. Oh wow! Because I had truly not developed in that yeah. d- department, so there was a lot of maturing that had to happen in a good way, and a lot of experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like sexuality is not always something obviously the the Christian church likes to talk about in America and Mm -hmm. so um Mm -hmm. YouTube was one of my BFFs at that time because I could look up people and hear their stories yeah and that was not something I could get anywhere else at that time I wonder if we can hear the cat on the microphone Um, but 
these people who are so inundated in like the lifestyle and the religion about it, like the repetitive nature about it, that that is the most insecure person. Mm -hmm. And I was. I was extremely insecure. Believe that there's a God. I think that there's something. And I, but I don't think that I understand it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that we're all trying. Yeah. We're trying our best to understand it. And to say that somebody has all the answers is just a little prideful. I think that it's a serious under misunderstanding of yeah. the universe, right? The vastness of it. There's something. Have you ever watched the movie Interstellar, for example? Cold oh, I love this. Great movie. Like, I love that movie. There are just so many parts of that movie where you realize, like, oh, there's stuff I don't really get. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's good. Mm-hmm. It's good because let's say. Let's say you're an atheist or a believer. A believer listening to this podcast. Um, a believer. A, be- a believer. You well, hang on. Let's believer. let's not make fun of I'm believers. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, say with a I'm little bit of a tone. A, I'm going on a tangent. Okay. Yeah. If you're either in either camp or in between, like, we're just all... Oh, God. Now I forgot what my train of thought was, oh, Jeffrey. Sorry. Do we, does this mean we all drink? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to finish it. Okay. Even another one right there. Mm. I had a really good point to make. It'll come back. It'll Maybe come back. it won't. <laughs> Start on a new room, and then I bet you'll find it. Interstellar. That was something I was going to talk about. Yeah. There's things that we don't. There's know. things that we so don't know. know. Pretty much. That's what it was. Thank you. Okay. So let's say, no matter what camp you're in, if you think you know everything there is to know about God, or you feel, because when you were in that place, I bet you did not think that you knew everything there was to know about God. But for some oh, reason, yeah. was you're in this feeling place mm-hmm. of extreme security. And it's bound actually in insecurity. But like, it's this place of, I know all the answers. It's mental security, I guess. Yeah, right. Mental security. But if you are in that spot, that's like the saddest thing to be. Because that means that whatever you believe in isn't worth it. Yeah. But if like, you can take a step back and say like, I really don't understand what the hell's going on. Yeah, that's like the coolest place. Well, to that's be. an that's an, what I would like to call as being a therapist. Like that is an embodied experience of yeah. a human. Yeah, that's you what humanity have, is. Yeah, you have to have the emotional, the physical, and the spiritual yeah. aspect, whatever that looks like for people. Whether it's connection to self, a higher power, whatever. Right. Um, and I felt I didn't even know this, but when I was really, really deep in religion, was the time that I was the most disconnected to my right. body. The most disconnected from who I really was, like and the world soul. around you, my my soul, not just a soul, my soul. Yeah, we're taught to like we were taught to be saved from all these horrible things that we were, mm. um, and that, but yet that our soul was worth saving. But no one ever talked about what, why, why was that worth saving? Yeah, who, what, be- what about me is good and right. like wonderful, and it's not just stuff the bible talks about it's like taylor it's the ways you look like god but that's in you exactly and nobody tells you no one wants to talk about the reflection and to take pride in it and all that there's this stuff this whole the whole belief system is based on shame and what's hard is i had a conversation with somebody who's still in in that whole life in the old church that we were in Mm -hmm. who's still very open-minded and easy to talk Mm -hmm. to but I'm like, do you realize that what the culture that you're in, not that you're wrong, but the culture that you're in is dictating a culture of shame. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
And she's like, well, that's, there's a difference between guilt and conviction. I'm like, correct, in your world. But exactly. it's all shame. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You have to, to be in that culture. You have to understand and be yep. really related to shame. And, and shame does crazy things to the body. So many things. And like, some people could be like, no, I don't believe any of that. Okay, whatever. That's, That's fine. fine. Um, truly, it's fine. Because I get it, because I didn't either. We have a million and one different versions of this life. Right. This is mine. <laughs> I truly understand that shame does a lot to the body, even like the nervous system. It can physically. Do a lot. So physically, if we're just speaking about sh- just shame, it does so much. And yeah. yes, I experienced the most shame ever while being um, in the church or a Christian or yeah. all of that. And I do think that I have some illnesses that... Like are, are very interesting if we're talking about um, energy centers in the body or if you're talking about chakras or things like mm-hmm. that I have the most in my sacral chakra mm-hmm. which is very interesting because that's where all my pain was in the sense of my sexuality my creativity mm-hmm. my self-expression so that's people would call those... that somatic what hold somatic. on yeah explain to me because I'm dumb like what, what oh, no, we're getting... chakras... no this is good this is good I don't know chakras... what you just said so <laughs> You know what? This I'm is Eastern. This is Eastern philosophy. This is Eastern medicine. Okay. And they a lot of times practice um, with treating energy energy centers of the body, or you could also say um, nerve ending centers, Got places it. where nerves connect the most and inter interconnect. Yeah. So you're gonna have them. Um, there's seven, I believe, but you got your crown. Yep. Uh, pineal gland, your which is throat. can you say where you're pointing when you? Do oh, that? I'm sorry. Your pineal gland in between your eyebrows, um, your throat, your heart space, center of your chest, mm-hmm. um, your belly button area, which is going to be your solar plexus, decision yep. making, things like that. Oh, like your gut, your gut feelings. Yeah. Uh, sacral, which is going to be like your womb if you're a woman, yeah. or you know, like genitals, reproductive organs. Yes, yes. and then your root. Show your me your genitals. Parts, your sex parts. Penises and vaginas. <laughs> The peas and beans. Which is... <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, tailbone, which would be your root. So how you are connected to... The caucus. The caucus. Oh my gosh, I just heard Jim Carrey. The caucus. The caucus. I don't know what movie that's from. What is that from? I love Jim Carrey, I don't know. He says... I think he actually the says... Caucus. Caucus. It's, it's called a coccyx, guys. Come on. Caucus. Hey, you're a caucus. It's called a cock. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So, chakras. <laughs> chakras. So... Sacral is where sexuality, um, that's the energy, Mm -hmm. that's where it comes from, creativity. If you practice yoga, they'll do, um, I think, vinyasa flow, which is like energy flow, and Mm -hmm. they move through moving energy through all of your different chakras in order to like release things. Okay. If you want to take that out and extrapolate it from spiritual talk, you can pretty much say it's a way of somatically clearing your nervous system. Yeah, um, which let's define somatic. Somatic emotions are felt Stored. sensory experiences in the body, mm-hmm. and during trauma they get stuck in your nervous system. Yeah, which is a like very new way of thinking. Yes, because that whole practice, the somatic experiencing type thing, is like within the past few years. Yes. Have you Huge. been teaching that a lot? Yeah. Huge. Mm-hmm. Because um, I actually have an idea. Yeah, I feel like I'm talking so much, but 
You know what? That's why you're here. That's cool. why we're here. Cool, cool, cool. Tends, tends to be the case on the podcast. <laughs> I used to, uh, you know what? Right. This is what we do. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't talk as much as I would. How's that? Cr- how's that? How's the cookie 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 Cool. Yeah, we're drinking so many different things. We didn't, what are we even going to call sorry, this? Sorry, we didn't actually... We're going to call this episode marijuana. We are... No, we are 40... We are 50, almost 50 minutes in. We didn't introduce any of the doinks of the night. Oh, shit. But it's okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> the official one was the one that our guest brought. Okay. I, I said which it. Which is... Which is... Tea. You did. You introduced it. You introduced it. Root beer. The, but the alcohol... Um, is all over the map, and that's fine. It's all over the place. It's all, you know, we, like we indulge in some. <laughs> we indulge in some tequila. I have a glass of wine. <laughs> I have a glass of wine, which is weird. It's not like me. You never drink wine. I don't know. Did I you just, just want to clear out the fridge? Is that what that was? You know, when of, I walked in, I thought Jeffrey's a wine guy, and I got the American honey. And it might not be true. Yeah. That was just. That's I'm not. not I am not a wine true. guy. I just. And I don't it's know not what because it you're a man. Because there are wine guys. There are true. There are definitely. Wine guys. Guys. We have a friend named Mike who's a wine guy. But yeah. you personally well, you don't strike me as a wine. I'm not. Generally, I have two kegs of beer in my kegerator, and yeah, I I would be drinking beer. I just got back from a long trip where I was fed alcohol nonstop. You know, Jeffrey hasn't really talked this whole episode, I know, so like, I'm really glad. It's about okay. It. No, this, but, it's fine. Um, so, <laughs> girl talk. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a little girl talk for there. For well, it's okay. You did say you wanted to get to know me, so now. You're but I did say no. Look, <laughs> Sexuality so, yeah. <laughs> hang on, we're not done with that. We are not done with that. I have a questions. Yeah, I, your questions. I have questions, I think. Um, I think. But Taylor's drinking uh, sours. Chelsea's drinking whiskey. American obviously, honey. drinking whiskey. It's good. And I have some tequila, some wine, and I'm continuing to sip on <laughs> this uh, Keith. Keith. The good old Keith. Keith. The blue one. The blue the one's blue really one. Root beer is good it's too. Keith. They also have circa a, twenty. It scares me because they're twenty-five milligrams a can, and that's a lot. Well, neither of the beers have the deal. Like finish, so we're you fine. can have orange soda, root beer, oh my gosh. grape, or cola. Not well. sponsored. <laughs> not sorry, not sponsored. But this episode not is yet. sponsored by Endless. <laughs> 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 I said my read. Yeah, where do you work? Uh, I work at Endless. If you're comfortable sharing totally. okay, I work cool. at Endless, and I... What am I called? A wellness what specialist. A wellness <laughs> pretty, much, pretty much I sell weed to people, but I work with a lot Don't of... Don't they call them bud tenders? Okay, bud tenders. Oh, that's a cool name. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh, it's that's pretty cool. cool. But I work with a lot of elderly people, actually. Yeah, yeah, totally. Really? Oh, oh people, like pain. Yeah, a pain lot of people with chronic illness, especially in Ellisville. It's a pretty yeah. older population, so... Wow, but I actually so this is this is a perfect transition to a conversation I've been dying to have. Oh, what? Jeffrey's been dying to have a conversation. Yeah, so I'm dying. No, and I have a couple of questions about what we all just talked about for uh, fifty minutes. Get you a notepad whenever. No, no, it's okay. Marijuana, right? Yes, we're just gonna start here. Okay. I. Hi, mom. If you are listening to this, I'm sorry. He's been terrified. I've been terrified, mom. If you're listening to this, I've been so terrified. He's been talking about it for weeks. Oh my god. Episodes one, two, three, four. I think I think we've dropped. Eventually, my mom's gonna listen to this. You know what? She loves you. She doesn't know that I've like. I I I, you know I indulge in marijuana because my mom's gonna be like so. Yeah. Well, I know we're different. Different. So. 
Okay, so, so since you're a bud tender, right? Yes. You're in you're in this industry. I tend to the bugs. And so the first time I smoked weed, or yeah, I guess this was probably it, it's not been that long. It was probably 2018, 19, something like that. Yeah. Um, first time I ever bought it was out in Vegas, like at a dispensary. He hid it from me for a while. I didn't hide it from you. I texted you and Look I said, "Hey, they're saying." Hold on, define hid it from you. He you didn't tell himself. me about it for a while. <laughs> you hid it from yourself. Okay, you're right. I smoked weed two times before I ever told you I did. Yes, see? Look at me. Look at me. He did it. <laughs> but I smoked weed with some with some coworkers, and it wasn't like I really didn't feel much. It was Here's like, okay, thing. this is That's dumb. That's weed, right? It's so chill. The thing, yeah. But it's like, oh, you know, we actually like had big of a deal. You know, the first time, though, was when we were in Colorado on a ice ski, on a Matthias Law ski trip. I was always so jealous. Somebody I never had the money to go to those. Oh, I don't know how we Actually, that was the first time I ever had an edible. Was Yeah, was when we were on was a that? Christian yeah. trip. I had That's we amazing. bought we had edibles and I had uh how I was so terrified of of anything oh, related we to marijuana. So I was like, like oh my I God, can't I do this. A straight Christian. Like there were cool Christians and then there was We like were the me for that summer. <laughs> that winter we were the cool Christians. Well, no, always. I've always been like kind of anti like <laughs> drug and sure yeah i was yeah, always like that's healthy to a degree i was like no what why do people smoke weed like that's that that's stupid that's a, it's illegal like you shouldn't do that because i listen i'm a rule follower okay? he is i'm a rule Are follower you a six no no, no no wait wait can she guess what he's not a six what i just i just said it but you didn't hear it clearly Are so you a nine? i'm a nine <gasps> i am guess. such a nice second guess <laughs> So this is a great dynamic then. I'm a nine. We're almost. I'm like a three wing. So we're almost. We're, a triad. we're almost the harmony triad. Triad. And triad. I am a rule follower and always have been. And so drugs or marijuana was like what is no, I'm not. That was scary. It's scary. Terrifying. It's, it's wrong. Here's the thing. Parents say they're bad. I'm not. It's wrong. <laughs> Mommy did say no. I'm not gonna do it. That means it's scary. It, well. It's illegal, right? Exactly. So because it's illegal, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to break the law. Exactly. I've never had a speeding ticket. I've never... I'd, he is a rule follower. I feel like we're I'm hundreds a, souls. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't break rules, okay? I'm terrified <laughs> of it. She's going to support you. Kristen gets But there came a point. There came a point in my life where I was like... And I forget what it was. I had some buddies who... I've, I'm a golf pro, right? It, right. Golf pros drink a lot and they, a lot of them smoke weed. Golfers in general, actually. Golfers in general. Um, And I was like, you know what? What is, hold on, what is the deal with like weed? Like, why is it that big of a deal? Like, I don't understand why Budweiser can purchase a $4 million ad during the Super Bowl to advertise alcohol where. It's right. illegal to drink and drive or whatnot. Poison and it's it's terrible for and you. People like go to, uh, yeah, they do all kinds of stupid stuff. Yeah. But weed, which nobody dies of, no. you can't overdose There's on it. There's never been one recorded. And it, it's great. Uh, that's illegal. Like, and so I, I hit this point where I'm like, this makes no sense. What, what is wrong with this? And maybe it's big pharma because it's a healer of a Darren lot of. Is. Oh my gosh. Because, oh, we cracked the code. Because <laughs> it helps with a lot of things, but oh, they. You notice we scooted closer together at the beginning. I'm sorry, we scooted closer together at the beginning, and now we're so far apart. I was in the middle of a sentence. I'm so sorry. Continues. I want to hear. I was it. just oh, saying. Drinking, it's fine. I really think that it. The biggest issue is that <laughs> marijuana, cannabis, whatever you want to call it, 
helps a lot of things. And yes, why uh, this is cheap and it grows from the ground. But wait, we could sell you a really expensive pill. Yep. And, and keep you dependent on it forever. Yeah. And that is yes. why it has had this stigma and why it's been shut down and illegal. And it sucks. So, like, I started to dabble. It like you're three years ago, I guess. And so, hang on. I. I just wanna, okay. What? Go ahead. Well, I'm just afraid we're going to move on. Like, the thing. I got a thing. <laughs> like, the mycelium thing. You could be taking the my the what's the document? First of all, you're talking about mushrooms. Yes, mycelium. Psychedelic or just mushrooms? Yeah, mycelium is the 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 network of the mushrooms. The fact that that's not a thing, like that we don't treat people with mushrooms. They're organic. They are like we were doing studies on them in the 70s before yeah. drugs got outlawed, yeah. and they were effective. Yeah. and they can treat things in two or three doses for. You know why? You know months. why? You know why? Because they're so Big easy to pharma. grow. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't. You can't monetize that, that. We need to. We need to tell the people the truth about the mycelium. There was a it's amazing documentary. Fantastic fungi. Yeah, fantastic fungi. I think it's on, it's on Netflix. Netflix. It's it's awesome. It's It'll so change cool. everything. Well, you know what? <sighs> Actually, okay. So here's the therapy side of all of this. Yes. That the first known usage of mushrooms for like psychology mm-hmm. reasons was after Vietnam because that was the war that the most yes m- that's the most people came back with PTSD right mm-hmm. and that's actually the birthplace of PTSD was after that war well Wouldn't yeah have been like World War Two though because that was the first like automatic weapons were being no yes. Viet- Vietnam was. But, Here's the thing, but so many PTSD develops when you don't have the support that you're needing from something. Yeah. So hence why a lot of children who are abused when they're kids they grow up with PTSD because they don't have the necessary support Mm -hmm. system they need to be able to navigate something as traumatic as that. Like you would have to have all these different things in place. So with the Vietnam War, no one supported it. They just came home. So they came home expecting to get the reaction that yeah. they would have gotten. To be treated like heroes, too. right? Yeah. Right? But they didn't. They didn't get any of that. Plus, they had, you know, done war in the trenches and done all these things that didn't yeah. happen in World War II. Vietnam yeah. was nasty. Vietnam was very nasty. Can you tell me because I'm dumb. Horrible I don't conditions. know anything about... So this is it. it horrible Tell conditions. Um, the U.S. didn't really support it, like the American people. So the soldiers came home. Well, because everybody was new. protesting. And no one in Vietnam really knew why they were there. They didn't yeah. understand the war they were fighting in the first place. Why were they there? Warfare had changed a little bit too. Tell yeah. me. So, and, and I am not. I am. I am not an He's expert. Hold on. I am not an expert on this. I think basically, in World War Two, I don't think. So it was obviously awful. Like I think back to D-Day and like, you know, I can't imagine being on that ship, like storming the beaches of Normandy and you, 70, 80% chance you're going to die before you even get on the beach. Yeah. You get to the beach, whatever. Um, you well, make yeah, it cool. Killed in the boats. But from my understanding, and this, I could be completely wrong here. I'm sorry if you're a history guy or you're a, you're a war guy. <laughs> well, you're probably the most history guy that's going to No, die. but we had people with flamethrowers. In Vietnam, we had people with flamethrowers, like torching people, torching people like lighting, children. lighting entire, like, you know, groups of people on fire. Yes. I don't. I don't know if do we you, had people doing do that in World War Two. Somebody, there was a lot of brutality to go there. 
and so, do that. You know, you don't. And you don't. And how do they come back as normal human beings after literally burning people to death with a flamethrower? I don't know. Where do you think they are today? They're either um, in. Well, well, most of them are. It's getting to really the old. getting to the age where they're either dead they're or they're old. getting very old. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of them ended up in you know the uh, VA with yeah. poor poor um, healthcare. And in a country that was not ready to support them at all. And so, therefore, our psychology didn't support them. Hence yeah. why we're just now finally getting to the place where we feel like PTSD is a real diagnosis. Yeah. Because before it wasn't. And well, I think that's why... There's the acute trauma. And then exactly. there's sustained trauma. Sustained trauma is going to last for more than six months after and the... And somebody, like, in Vietnam. I mean, wives said, I didn't know my husband when he came home. Yeah. In yeah. a different way. Like, not World War II version of that. Like, yeah. because in World War II, the community, everyone was kind of together. We needed to fight together, band together to attack our enemies. This yeah. Vietnam was yeah. not we like gotta that. We got to destroy the Nazis. Most, exactly. Most people truly didn't know why we were even going to war. Yeah. Which, why? And felt why like it was know? very, it was political. And obviously, most war, all war is. But it was not a threat, really, to us. Yeah. It was... Us getting involved. Oh, wait, look. I'm dumb. I don't know a lot about many things. I don't know shit about fuck, as Lauren would say. Who's Lauren? (laughs) Actually, no. Not Lauren. (laughs) I meant. uh, My best friend. Yeah, no. Sorry. Sorry, Lauren Duran. Lauren Duran. Lauren Duran. But she's quoting the chick from. She's quoting. Ozark. Ruth. 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 Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. Do you know, and you're like, who the fuck is Lauren? I know Lauren. I named her Lauren Duran. <laughs> so funny. So, um, how did the Vietnam War start? That's a really good question, and I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. Because I, I know there was a lot of protests about it. I know that. We bombed, I think I just I know remember a lot of people were like, warfare. "No, it's not needed." The Germans bombed Pearl Harbor. Yeah. And then that, that was what started it. Yeah. Well, why they do that? That was World War II. Hold on, are you, are you serious? Jeffrey. I made a total joke. I don't joke. know shit about fuck. <laughs> I said the Germans bomb Pearl Harbor. Yeah, I, I filled in the blank. Okay. I knew it okay. wasn't okay. the Germans. Okay. That happened in World Japanese. War II. I am so Fine. sorry. I know it wasn't That right. joke went over your head. Anyway, back, I wanna, back, back, to, back to drugs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my bad. bad. Sorry. Back <laughs> to back to drugs. I was doing this bit. <laughs> no, I understand. I back to drugs because we took okay, a, back to yeah. drugs. <laughs> so I'm never gonna figure out like <laughs> you're not not this no podcast. not in this one. Stay tuned tonight. for episode two. <laughs> We're not getting into it. No. <laughs> never gonna know. I dabbled with the marijuanas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then finally, uh, yeah. So we the first time we were, we were in a uh, ski trip, ski. went to a ski trip in Colorado. Yeah. We're obviously gonna buy it legally. Obviously. I had maybe like a five milligram gummy. Didn't feel much okay, at all. That's a good, yeah. Felt like I felt like a teeny little bit. In fact, and I might have had half a five. Perfect for your first time, by the Co- way. That's what I had. Any listeners? Wait, but that wasn't. That's what I had always heard. That's what I had always heard is with edibles, you gotta take it slow. Don't like go ham. Like if you don't yes. feel anything, take it slow. Mm-hmm. So I was a smart boy, and I didn't. I, I took it slow. Uh, second time, did not mm-hmm. do that. So. Uh, the exact opposite. We'll go through the quick story of. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. The first time we took edibles together. Oh 
It's two different stories. Yours goes first because you... So I'll tell mine first. Okay, here we go. Um, we So one of our friends brought some back from Colorado, brought a chocolate bar, um, and he gave it to us. He's it was like, a Tuesday night. Yeah, so, you know, we, we had never done it before at all. Yeah. I had smoked weed like two times and never that's had it. I ever but never really either. gotten like that high or anything. And so, and so we, uh, I didn't know how, I didn't really know like how, what, like what the sweet spot of milligrams is, like what's going to feel good. And so we have a whole chocolate bar. Chelsea doesn't realize at first it's like edibles. She thought it was a chocolate bar. I was like, oh my God, chocolate. And I stopped her and I was like, hang on a minute. And I thought he had brought me back Ecuadorian chocolate. Not me, not, not me, the friend. Yeah, right. Yeah. Not Jeffrey, the friend that brought me the chocolate. And so I was like, "Hang on a minute, let's look at this." It was like a, it was like a hundred milligram bar, right? It was a half a bar. It was I saved, I saved you from seeing like dinosaurs. Yes. God. <laughs> <laughs> he was there in the room. So we each took like a piece. We're like, "All right, let's do this." We took a piece, and we're in our old house. We're, we're just alone, and. I forget if we didn't feel much and then took more. No, no, no. I don't think we did. I think we just I took what we blank. did. Okay. So, okay. You feel that blank? Yeah. For you. you. We both took it at the same time. We were like, all right, there's half of a bar. And we each took half of that. Mm. And we're like, cool, we'll be fine. For some reason on a Tuesday, we were like, this is the best time. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. We, you were playing guitar. And all of a sudden, I was. in the middle of... Because we were like, let's do something really chill. We're not going to... We're just going to relax. You're playing guitar. All of a sudden, you start laughing. Oh. Well, hang on. No, no, no. You're shredding it. No, you're jumping to conclude. You just jumped the story. Did, did we? T- yeah. Did we just take one half. serving? Or did we take bar, more after we didn't half. feel much? No, we took the whole half. Okay, we took the whole half. half. So if I go back, it was probably, I don't know, it could have been 25 milligrams or so. Which is a lot for you. For your first, first edible, that's a lot. Yeah. Because the first oh, one, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if it worked because I didn't feel anything. Yeah. And that, so that, that's actually I vividly cool. remember I was playing guitar and I was like, wow, like, I'm, good. I'm good. Yeah, like, I'm in this, this music right this, now. This, <laughs> this is so, like, cool. And then all of a sudden, like, it was probably like five minutes of time. I was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And then I started. Uh, so here's the thing: when you get way too high, when you get way too high, uh, things happen. And I started like I couldn't keep track of time. Oh yeah. And so what felt like five, like an hour to me was probably like a minute. That's the best part. And so I was going crazy. <laughs> Now, now when I now when I feel that sensation, I know what's going on and I can control it. Yeah, yeah. I never experienced this anymore. So, or never experienced this before. So I was like, been high, been around anyone who was high. No, drugs were like a hard no for me. That's terrifying. We were by ourselves, and we were like, what's happening? And so I'm like, I'm gonna die. This is from a life of hearing that it's bad. That's also a correct key part to the a whole life. life. Being bad right now. <laughs> a whole life of like, and no. We're like, oh no, drugs are real. <laughs> yeah. And so I, what felt like three hours was mm-hmm. probably twenty minutes. Maybe for sure. Yeah. Probably less. And I, re- I remember being in the kitchen, being like, I, I don't know what's going on. A time <laughs> makes no sense. Time, I feel like something happened, and then time <laughs> fast forward. 
time fasted for like 10 minutes. You're like, and, oh my gosh. Hyper aware. Yeah. yeah. In your body. And I would go to Chelsea and go, was I, did I just do this thing? Did I just do that? Because I feel like I just did that. <laughs> exactly. So you understand. Yes, I get it. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I did skip the part where I was laughing uncontrollably. Oh, I can't wait to tell my side. It's going to be yeah. great. Anyway. <laughs> oh, uh, so I get to this point where I finally like, you know what? I can't take it anymore. This is terrifying. I need to go to bed. Mm-hmm. I said, Chelsea, I need to go. It, had, it hadn't hit her yet. I'm like, I'm going to bed. Uh, and I went to, and as soon as I can go to sleep, the, I was like, I need to go to sleep. I know I'll be fine in the morning. And that was the end of my night. As yes, yes. Chelsea has a very different. (laughs) It didn't hit me at all for for a while. Yes. So I'm watching all this happen. He's playing guitar and all of a sudden he's just laughing uncontrolled like a crazy person. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm by myself in this. I'm taking care of a grown child. All of a sudden, he's just laughing and he, then he'll start to stop suddenly. He'll be like, ha ha ha. And oh, then no. it's so quiet. And he's like, did I just yell at you? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I know what he said. And then, you know, you know. And then he's just like, ha ha ha. Where are we? <laughs> what? I feel like and I'm getting into I am babysitting a grown child who's going, and I'm watching my life. In, in 20 minutes happened yeah. before me and I'm terrified because everything that's happened to him is gonna happen to me oh, and I'm like shit I'm watching what's to come and so he all of a sudden his Joe Rogan instincts pop in and he goes yeah I need caffeine now I heard caffeine helps he that's went he went from laughing playing guitar hysterically to where he couldn't play it anymore to going I need caffeine right now well it probably helps you to like get amped up so that you can like do stuff it like puts all the blood back in your brain yeah so you can, like, i've heard that caffeine actually if, if you're like having if you're too high like having not like a bad trip we but like if you're too high, high like caffeine can bring you down a we bit we were too high so, yeah and this was number one time first time and uh, so <laughs> we're in the kitchen i'm making him caffeinated tea and i'm waiting for it to brew so just so you're aware it takes about two minutes for the water to boil. This felt like an minutes. hour <laughs> to me. I'm sure. <laughs> eight minutes for it to steep. So ten minutes later, he's like, fuck the tea. I don't want it. I'm going to go to bed. Uh-huh. Yeah. So within the course of 20 minutes, he goes from completely normal to laughing hysterically to not knowing what time is to I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, he filtered through a whole days of emotions in, in 10 minutes. minutes. Yeah. And, I, and the whole time, he's like looking, he's like paranoid too. He's I was like, paranoid. Okay. Well, you started. You and st- I'm totally normal this whole time. You started videoing me. I did. And I, did I was like. And he was like, please don't send it to anyone. Yeah, I, I didn't, wasn't supporting you. And you're no, I didn't want you to video me when I was like, I was like, you're going to send this to like everybody I know. I sent it to one person. And it was the person who gave us the chocolate. I didn't want video evidence. But I was tripping balls. So he goes to bed and leaves me by myself. And I'm like, well, shit, what do I do? And I'm like, I guess we'll just watch TV. So I watched Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. Which you think would be a great show to watch. All right, now, here's my timeline. Here's where it begins on me. I'm sitting in a chair. One-armed chair. Or two arms. Small chair. And then two arms. (laughs) So I realized for the first time that It's Always Sunny has a very shaky camera. And I was getting oh, nauseous as my God, hell. There it is. And then it started hitting me because I was like, what's happening? 
I'm watching this episode like, and I don't so fixate it. And I don't I'm very I'm very hyper aware of everything that's happening. I also don't know what's going on at all. So I'm texting my friend, I know everything. <laughs> like, I know so much right now. You don't understand. I'm like way smarter than I'm usually smart. And I'm texting that to him while I'm watching It's Always Sunny. I went and watched that episode. I watched one half of an episode. And the day later I watched it, I was like, I don't remember any of this shit. <laughs> That's and then amazing. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. And so I go to the fridge and I get pepperoncinis. And I that eat, was bold. And I eat half a jar of pepperoncinis while I'm in this chair. And then all of a sudden, I have a cup of tea that he didn't drink. That's scolding hot. And I'm like, oh, I need to drink this tea because I'm starting to get too high. And then I try to drink the tea, and it's too hot. And I probably kept doing this, where I literally have it in front of my face and go, I'm going to drink this. Oh, it's too hot. Put it down. You know what? I should drink this. Oh, it's too hot. Put it down. And when you're high... Time is truly an illusion. It's, like, yeah. Yeah. it's the weirdest it's weird. thing. Oh, it's great. Because it's you were worst, probably though. doing that for a lot longer than you thought. But I think I was actually doing it for like five seconds. Exactly. exactly. But it felt like but 20 yeah, minutes. Jeff had the experience yeah. of it was hours. this is eight hours and it's been 20 minutes. So I'm checking my pulse the whole time too because my heart feels like it's racing so fast. And I'm like on this huge roller coaster of emotions of this is great to I'm dying. <laughs> and like I'm texting my friend the whole time. I think I'm dying. And you're... <laughs> And then I'm like, time. I know so much about the universe. And then I'm like, but I'm dying. <laughs> and I'm all the while, I can't move from this chair. Yeah. Because if I move from this chair, I might die. Um, yeah. And, and, then, you, and then your depth, depth And I think I off. am, might, I might be the chair. <laughs> like, <laughs> but all the while, I'm like, Jeffrey had the right idea. He went to bed, but how do I get up there? And I'm like, how do I move from this to up those stairs where he is because that's where it's good. Oh my god. If I can just yeah. escape and the whole time I'm praying like God, if I never do this again will you please save me from this high right now because I'm totally too high. Yeah, and then, you, and then that's when you start getting scared. Oh, yeah. so scared. Oh, I can't come down. I can't I'm like, down. I'm gonna die. And so I, I made it up to the bed and I yeah. don't remember that at all. And I'm in the bed and now when I'm trying to sleep my eyes are closed and everything is spinning. Everything is spinning. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a too high. I'm in a cement was, roller. Yeah. Like that thing that mixes the cement, I'm inside of that. And yeah. it's spinning and I'm texting my friend, I know I remember everything. <laughs> I, I said I'm like, I remember everything. And he's like, What does that mean? I'm like, oh, I just know. I know exactly what you meant though. And then in the middle of the night, I poltergeist she threw up. into the toilet. Yeah, yeah, you got And the it. next day we had Rachel. to call in sick, both of us. And we were no yeah, way. We were hung over. That's we were like high hung over. That's yeah. really good. So that was my first time. Thank so you. I was like, you know what? No for, one's for, to the whole yeah. thing for a couple months, I kind of swore off anything related to <laughs> marijuana because I was like, that's no fun. Oh, yeah, because oh, that year, year is I'm going to like put yeah. that over there. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was scary. But we then I learned Then night. I learned edibles are a completely different animal yes. to other ways of ingesting. Yes. And so when I went out to a pro-am in Vegas, which I go every year, we went to a dispensary and I bought some like vape and learned that it's awesome. Oh, yeah, great. because I, <laughs> with, okay, you can control that, it. You, you can, can control it. And by the time you feel the high from the smoke or the vape, you are already coming down. Correct. That's it it, it's, well, it doesn't last as long, it. and you can, yeah. One is in your liver, quicker. and one is, yep. where is that? In your I, lungs, in your blood. In your lungs. Yeah, liver, edible, 
lungs, blood, yeah. fate, or smoke. Yeah. Right. But, but uh, your, your lungs don't absorb that much, and your liver is going to absorb 90% more. God, and it, like it's impossible to control the quantity in yeah. edible. Like, it's not impossible. Had, it's just, it's, unless you know what you're starting with. Right? Yeah. But like the, back then, and yeah. in that place, it had just become yeah. legal. And so this, I bet so you no one else knew that it's normal yeah. to take five milligrams. Nobody. And plus, I bet you exactly. this guy just makes chocolate in his basement. And that's something. the worst way and to do it. It's not regulated. No, it, it was from a dispensary. It. We don't. Yeah, but we don't know what kind. We didn't buy it. I know, but it was on the wrapper. But it, we just took way too much. But y'all didn't we know. had no understanding. I had no understanding. Right now, I could take. Yeah, for anyone listening, I, I know that like take five, yeah, five is good. Three is great. I have a great time on three. So you, we have these like little social social anxiety gummies. I call them because yes, there's love like them. there's yeah. it's a combination of CBD and THC. What's the perfect? They're both those. Yeah, and I think it's no yeah. more than like three <laughs> milligrams of THC. When you take one, you're like it. You feel awesome. But for me, I know I can have up to like 10 yeah, and feel... Yeah, I have 10, I'm going to get another one. I can feel in control of myself yeah, completely. Yeah, I don't do more than 10. No. 10's good. Like, we did I 25 could... that time, I think. Us Christian nervous system. I'm sorry, we interrupt you. It's okay. Listen, you no. have a floor, but... No, I was just okay, saying. Um, when I discovered vape and how it was like... Or, or just even smoking fire, like it's... It hits you way quicker, yeah. but it doesn't hit you near as hard, and it you come down way quicker. Oh, yeah. So I was you like, can okay. Stay high for hours. You can. But I was like, this 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 feels different. This mm-hmm. is I, I really like this. So I do you remember the time I texted you when I was playing golf? Yeah. I te- yeah I remember it vividly. I texted you. I was like, Beautiful. hey, I uh, I got a confession to make. <laughs> I went to we went to dispensary. Father. I bought some vape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I feel really good. I feel really good. And she goes, stop doing shit without me. <laughs> Why are you doing things without yeah. me? You know what happened though? That's amazing. He was doing it without me all the time and I didn't know for... That's what I said at the beginning. And yeah, he hid it from me. You were mad, not because he had done it. No, she just wanted to be a part of it. Y- you weren't a part Why? of it. Why are you doing all this yeah. shit without you me? You remind me of Kristen so much. <laughs> that is Why is she here? here? She's, we yeah. should have invited her. So I brought, back, I brought back a bunch of vape from, from uh, Vegas. Just cancel it. <laughs> yeah. I brought back a bunch of vape from Vegas. Or, well, Vegas. vape from Vegas. Vegas. And, um, and we've always had a stock ever since. And it's well, kind of like a... Well, here's, how I have, here's how it happened. We were on a, a ski lift. And I was like, I don't... This guy was on the lift with us. And he Which we like, told the story last know, podcast. But that's sorry. okay. We'll retell we it. Told, we told the story last podcast, but this guy was like super baked and he jumps off and it's me and my friend and him. And I go, I don't know what that would be like. That'd be scary. And he's like, it's actually pretty good. And takes a puff from a vape at vape. And I'd never seen him do that before. I brought the vape, yeah, I, I brought like, the vape to a ski trip. You've been doing this this whole time? And then you birthed a whole nother part yeah. of it. And now yeah. so I have a, now I do it. Yeah. And honestly, like, it kind of saved me because I got diagnosed with social anxiety unofficially. Like, my counselor didn't diagnose yeah. me or anything. But, like, with social anxiety at the beginning of COVID. Okay. Because I started having these intense That's really panic hard. attacks. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, she and had a bad panic attacks. I had really bad panic attacks all the time, all of a sudden. Okay. And I had only had one before that. And then COVID. And, well, at, well, after COVID. Okay. Because everything changed on me, right? Ooh. So we moved here when COVID started. Mm-hmm. We moved. I had lost a best friend. 
And my job had went from in-person to remote. And I had changed jobs on top of that. So I went through five really big Lots of changes. Lot of life change. Oh, man. All at the same time. And all of a sudden, I couldn't cope. And I was having these terrible panic attacks every day. And I was just constantly on the edge. And thankfully, around that same time, he was kind of experimenting with some stuff. And so I was able to kind of use that. But even then, mm-hmm. it took me beginning of COVID to now. I just started anti-anxiety medication like two months ago. It took me a while too. Yeah. I Are you similar. on anti-anxiety? Yes. So. I have panic disorder. Really? And, um, yes. And Like PTSD or? PTSD. I okay. have PTSD and diagnosed. And I also have generalized anxiety disorder mm. as well as PMDD which which those always go hand in hand yeah all three of them really work yeah on each other they tend they to really call each other. <laughs> they really pair well with each other yeah. actually wait what's that last one because I didn't PMDD uh premenstrual dysphoric disorder so it's like PMS but comes with ex- like yeah extremes like people with PMDD during that time of the month could like I was someone about to read on this recently. Yeah. And not be like that three other weeks yes. out of the month. Like, I was literally about to yeah. read on that. Not that month. I'm a psychopath. I don't want to ever kill anyone. <laughs> but, but like, psychopathy is real and it's different. Like, that's real, but I don't have that. Right. It's <laughs> Just, different. It's based yeah, on one week structure. Yeah. One week out of the month, it is really, really hard for me. Damn. Mm-hmm. See, this is why I was like, you're going to have to be a staple because... I love psychopathy. And I would love to raise awareness about that and talk about Hell that. Hell yeah. Because women's health issues get postmortem you know it's depression is a yep. big one yep how the fact that we don't get diagnosed with ADHD or post, postpartum postpartum sorry what did I say postpartum <laughs> is post- yeah it's really depressing when you die yeah that's typically <laughs> Like, I'm sad. you know, yeah, when it's bad, it can be really, really bad. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's so crazy because it literally, that's something that I love to do is just research mm-hmm. psychology. I love, for example, DID. I've, I got on a huge DID kick to the point where my okay. counselor now talks to me in those terms. Very cool. Like parts. Oh yeah. We talk about parts and pieces because I use that language a lot. Yeah. Just, Internal family systems. Just because it helps me understand how the brain works. Yeah. Parts and pieces. Uh, pieces of Jane. Have you ever seen that documentary? This is random, but it's no, on Hulu. I haven't. I've heard of it, though. It's great. It's about DID. It's a woman who has... Okay. I had some patients with DID and when I worked with eating disorders. So. I just love, for some reason, understanding that because I feel like it helps me understand how the brain works. Yeah, it's beneficial for everyone. But then that person has a whole other extent of that. They're like a more extreme version of yeah. what we're able to just talk about. They have to like live it. They live day. it. Yeah. And, but at the same time, it's so cool mm-hmm. to understand oh well that's what everybody's brain is doing yeah but yours is like really doing it it yeah. really committed to that yeah that's like, a great way to put you it know what I, mean? I love that and i i love the talking like about systems and things like that mm-hmm. i love finding somebody whose system really works good because well that's good that's gonna change the world well <laughs> understanding like... it, that's how me and my counselor talk when i talk about for example childhood she's like do you know how old you are right now that's how we talk that's that is it's really so cool. much easier for me because it makes me understand what's happening. Yeah. So we should go on a whole other thing about that. That's one really day. cool. Jeffrey's. Like, I would love. I'm to. here for the show. <laughs> I would okay. love to. That's great. I I love understanding like mental illness because it's what we all are, but that person has it to an extreme. That like it, it's to where they psychosis. can't cope. Like even. Even people with, um, like, personality disorders, like mm-hmm. BPD or uh, psychopathy or all of that. Like, yeah. it's really interesting to understand them because it's like, oh, you're thinking about the world in such a different way, but I can relate to it to an extent. Yes. Which is We beautiful. all came from the same place. I love this conversation because people who might listen to my podcast might actually be clients of mine or might yeah. be, like, people, you know, that I'm, like, trying to reach because part of, like, my practice would be people with PTSD, chronic pain, or, mm-hmm. like, religious trauma, and you're yeah. gonna have, you're gonna find so much more relief talking in parts mm-hmm. than anything oh, else, yeah. so. It's easier, like, yeah. we even, she started to, it just gives you, like, this understanding of yourself that you wouldn't have otherwise, this, yeah. like, generosity exactly. to yourself and grace to yourself, because when you realize there's parts of you that are small, Mm-hmm. And don't have the capability to talk like an adult, to act like an adult. Yeah. Those, they're still there. And they need parenting, they need direction and love. So, and for those who don't know, DID is basically like it's an identity disorder. It's where you've been, you've had sustained trauma as a child, and you develop a basically when you're a kid, like you don't have a, like a formed personality. Yep. And you're basically split all the time. You could be... be one person one minute, and then a completely different personality with different thoughts, right. beliefs, your brain just, opinions. Uh-huh. Your personality hasn't been built yet. It's yep. like you're all these parts that you could be, but none of them are real. And then all of a sudden, when you become four or five, that age group, right? Mm-hmm. You're just this fully formed person, and that's who you are. And you have your ideas, and they might grow, but like you are this personality, and that's who you are. But when you had sustained trauma as a very young child, 
that never happens. Exactly. So it's a lack of integration, mm-hmm. a lack of like cohesion. In so the this part of your brain says, I'm going to create these different pieces of me and they're all individual people living in the same brain, exactly. taking up different parts of the brain and different memories. And certain things trigger them to come out, mm-hmm. which is what we're all doing all the time, mm-hmm. but that's to an extreme degree. But those people have roles. They're all meant to protect the host, who is the whole, the, the body, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's the original, and there's all of these pieces that are all yeah. equals. And a good example of this, I would feel like for people who might be listening, who might have absolutely no idea what we're talking <laughs> about. Um, we, let's use, and we're not going to get political here, but oh. let's use Donald Trump for a second oh. as a perfect example of like someone who has a very... Uh, I would like to say an inner child, like mm. inside of him, like me. like I want it my way, and you're bad if not, you know, just very like very simple and the desire there, and a yeah. very big ego to cover that little child. Yeah, um, and that's a lot of people. Yeah, if you want to talk about that, we all have inner children. We all have people like inside, yeah. you know, those versions of ourselves that are still in there. That like yeah. But you never realize that because there's all these other people at the front. We're not supposed to talk about it. There's all these other people at the front (laughs) protecting them, right? That's why I love watching videos of systems because the people who are in front of the camera are usually hosts. They're usually the protectors. They're usually the people that have a role in the system that are more older. Exactly. Like, okay, for instance, I wouldn't have a a session with a client where like my inner child is like leading no. the session no I'm gonna save that for like maybe Kristen to see when like she's holding me and I'm crying about something yeah. like I'm not gonna bring my inner child to do my yeah. adult business and that's right. kind of the idea and then there are these times in a session where all of a sudden that child comes forward and like what my counselor's been really good about is like do you know how old you look right now like oh, that's good do you see how small you just Because it manifests in the body. All of a sudden, she she told it to me in my last session. She's like, ooh, you just put on your big girl pants. Do you see that? Like, you sat up straight. You mm-hmm. did this with your face. That's like, somatic, too. Like you made your boss face end. right now. Like, you're, you have the ponytail on all of a sudden. Like, the high heels just came on. Like, she talks yeah. about it in those... Because it's like these parts of you manifest in different ways, and you can see it in your body language and how you talk, and all of a sudden how you're... That's like everything changes. Yeah. yeah, the somatic part that we're talking about. <sighs> so wonderful circle. It's all coming together. It's on. Jeffrey, hi. It always does. Hi, I'm I knew here. this was going to happen. Let's go like, for one of Jeffrey's other questions. I'm here. About oh, hi. I, I, had, I had questions. <laughs> that just, Sorry. You know, I bet you still do. Took massive we turns. Yeah. We were on a road. Okay. We I know. Road I, know. We I was trip. cool with it. That whole tangent started out of when I... Brought up drugs, yes, Mm. marijuana. And I said, and you got into anxiety and how it's helped you, right? Right, So that was the whole tangent. And I'd like to rewind slightly back to there. Yeah, that's good. With. We go. Yeah. What do you feel like it. So it just helps you with your anxiety, right? I think at first it didn't because it used to cause me more anxiety. Yeah, okay. Until I started realizing, I started doing EMDR. And my counselor uh, wanted me to research somatic experiencing. And then I realized what that was. And so then when we moved here and we started doing that more frequently, at first it was like, I need to treat this. I need to just get over this Mm -hmm. feeling. And then it became 
there's a voice here, like in this space. And mm. this is going to sound really weird to anybody who hasn't done this. Just please stick with me. Like, there was this time where Jeffrey was out of town and I was with friends and I took an edible and they left. And then it started to hit me when they leave. And normally that would have caused me a lot of anxiety. I would have been like, oh no, I'm by myself. I don't know what's going to happen. But I knew my body well enough at this point through counseling and through doing it. And I had this moment, like, I went and took a shower by myself for probably, I was probably in there like two hours. What, maybe it was 20 minutes. Who knows? It, you know? it felt like two hours. It was 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I started having this conversation with myself. Yep. And I was way more honest with myself than I had ever been before. Yep. And it was like, through the things I learned in therapy, it was like my body had a voice. And it knew all kinds of stuff that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like, it had been... There is actually science behind this. Mm-hmm. Your body holds different memory that's, than your brain. That's, nervous, that's somatic. Uh-huh. Yes. And so in that moment, it was like I was able to connect with that part of myself and say, oh, I knew these things about myself all the time. But there's during the day, they might be blocked by other your thoughts. Um, or the in general. physical anxiety keeps you on some other, yeah, somewhere else. And we had just talked about this in therapy about like, my mind takes the front seat most of the time where my brain is trying to protect me so much mm-hmm. that my body can't feel what's going on. Exactly. And I'm not just how myself. a lot of us live in the U.S. Yeah, it's very Western culture. Yeah, we're in protection mode. We're in go, go, go. We don't yeah. take enough time for vacation. Da, 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 da. Or relaxing yeah. or resting or really just connecting right. with ourselves. This is a and lot of people's experience. My body all of a sudden had all these things to say. And I just felt like, oh, I get it. And after that, it became, you know, I tried really hard for a while to use exercise, diet, and... Which are all great things. And and THC to treat anxiety. And then I realized I came to this end of myself of like, oh, I can't. It's not working. And I didn't want to take, you know, like a prescription drug. Well, there's a lot of shame on it. Yeah, well, I had taken the same drug for depression in high school. And it worked really well for me, but I was going through a lot of trauma at the time. And what I didn't realize is depression was the forefront of a lot of that trauma, but I had social anxiety since mm-hmm. I was young. Yeah. Really, you just really couldn't young. face it. But you... that had a lot of stigma around it for me. Yes. And it's the same drug I'm taking, and it's helping me in a different way. That's beautiful. But I've had... But you have a different awareness. I've had so. different mm-hmm. shame about it. Yeah. That's good. And it good. took me two years to decide that that's it was wonderful okay. so yeah weed gives you the ability sometimes a lot of people for anxiety i see so many patients that say the exact same thing yeah as you're saying so that's a perfect little segue yeah. so there's our little quick journey with journey. with you know Mara joannas um I know he's guiding us. He is, he is. Well, if I don't, y'all will talk for seven hours. Y'all talk for seven hours and I won't say a damn word. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Listen, listen. (laughs) Um, No, I'm curious. Mm -hmm. So, what was your introduction to drugs? Drugs. That's actually really good, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because that was not probably 2017, was it? Those same two friends, actually, was it? It was, <laughs> yeah, it was around, it might have been 2016. Oh, okay. it was before. Could have been near 2015. Wow. I don't remember, I think it was around then. Um, yes, my two friends that were with me during all of that, we also, my, my like, so during that whole journey, my mm-hmm. My whole world just kind of opened up, and I stopped yeah. feeling so judgmental and scared of everything. Yeah, okay. and decided 
I'm smart. I'm a, I'm a smart girl. I can use my brain and my intuition and my, you know, my decision making to figure out if these things really are something that I need to stay away from. Da, da, da. Well, quickly found out, no, definitely not. Don't need to stay away here. Um, and yeah, around 2017. So I was like, 23, no. I think, 22 or Look 23. Look at you. You're pretty young. Yeah. 20. To discover um, that about yourself. I know. I just asked Christian the other day. I think when I'm turning 29. I'm turning 29. When were you born? I think turning Japanese. Here we go. We're 90, 29. 29. I really think so. <laughs> so yeah, so I was around that age, so around that time period. It's beautiful, though, because weed can open up the mind to... It has the ability to connect different neurons in the brain. Yeah. Hmm. And actually a really cool thing about marijuana is it does open you up to different um, nervous system responses. So it's like you're oh. able to catch different things. The brain's able the... to like slow down and input different signals. Mm-hmm. What's that part? It's like meditation unlocks it for you and so does LSD. Yes. What is that part? It's um, the blood brain barrier. That center part of your brain. Oh. It's got a name. I'll know. figure it out, and also this. I should know this, but I don't it's, right now. There's a Netflix like explained thing about drugs, and it talks about that piece of your brain, how meditation unlocks it, LSD unlocks it, yeah, things like that, and it's like this. Um, yeah, I'll find it out. No, that's good. Like, yeah, I mean, it's essentially what I'm saying is like it does unlock certain centers of the brain, and it mm-hmm. also increases blood flow. Here's the cool part. I have this theory that it helps. It does increase blood flow to um, broken capillaries, blood vessels, that kind of thing, and it increases it to places that lack blood flow. Mm. So okay. here I have a little very small side tangent on that was that I last year, yeah, last year around this time, got really, really sick mm. in that sacral chakra area, mm-hmm. had to have surgery, and they, I had endometriosis really bad. Oh my gosh. And I was almost... What is that? Um, it's kind of where like the stuff that's supposed to be inside of your, a woman's uterus is on the outside and it starts to eat away at your tissues. That sounds horrible. My mom has that. Very painful, um, causes a lot of infertility Mm -hmm. and they, I had stage three. So you can only diagnose it by going in and I remember you talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. I had stage three. And so what ended up happening is this, I would smoke and get this severe, like bloat pain down there I mean just like it but it's not a pain in which is like oh the weed is the problem it was like a pain where it was something's happening and I'm able to feel like Mm. really feel what's going on and so you think that that was like it was bringing that blood to the parts of your brain that weren't yes yeah and you had that all the time yeah all the time yeah and then all of a sudden it got so bad that I had to face it. And so I went and got this surgery and he was like, yeah, you had stage three, almost stage four. And stage four is the top. So in a way it kind of just saved you. Yeah. I mean, I maybe couldn't have had kids. Who knows? Like, and I don't know how bad it would have gotten, but it, it was crazy. I relate to my body in a completely different way now that I've been through all that. And a lot of that was thanks to weed. Every time I smoked, I felt like. My body was awake to different parts yeah. that were struggling. And I was able yeah. to sit with myself and go, what do I need? Like, I relate to that a so, lot. Yeah. yeah. When you're at this place when you first start smoking or whatever it is, like, all of a sudden you realize, like, oh, I sit this way. Like, I know it's kind yeah. of weird, but, like, the first oh, time. My back's not 
straight. The first, yeah. Oh, I like lean a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, oh crap, everything You're aware. hurts. Like, and you just realize, like, oh, I'm not really comfortable in my body. Like, all of a sudden, everything hurts all the time. I mean, suddenly I'm in self-reflection mode. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like that time I was talking about when I got like by myself and connected my body, I was like, Oh, I understand parts of this that I didn't before. Yeah. That's kind of what you're talking about. Like, and that's beautiful for the U S we need it. I'm not going to say marijuana in and of itself is just a tool. Yeah. Right. For self-reflection. There's like a pen is a tool for writing. Right. There's yoga. There's meditation. Yes. All kinds of things. And I love it. (laughs) There's exercise. Even just working out. Like not a lot of people do that. Yep. So what, how did you decide to get into what you're doing now, which is working? Uh, right, as... right about around the same time, it was a little sooner than that, um, one of my friends got a job at a dispensary and I had gotten laid off from the what, pandemic. What, this is in Wait, where were you 19, or like 2020 obviously, so last year. Oh, that was, yeah, that kind of like sparked, that was when my passion for marijuana had changed, when my, um. When it became something was like, oh, I feel good when I do this too. Oh, wow. This has the possibility yeah. to like change my life. Yeah. Um, that was in 2020 when the pandemic okay. was like almost. So and so recent. Yeah, it's recent because, recent. well, because there were no dispensaries because Missouri just passed. And I was Missouri just passed. Yeah. Uh, medical. So I was on board for the very first dispensary in last? Missouri, which was yeah. bliss. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. we it was really cool to be a part of that because from the first time we started, it was just like, what are we focusing on? Why are we passionate about this? Because mm-hmm. this is medical. We have to sell this to the general population. Otherwise this can't be a thing. Yeah. And that's cool. And mm-hmm. I am a huge proponent of that. And not all patients really give a shit about the deeper, you know wonderfulness of marijuana but the people who listen i'll tell them yeah because it's usually the patients with chronic pain that have the most curiosity about what it can do Mm -hmm. um it's the people you know because they live in pain every day and i i also i got in a car accident um in 2019 and hurt my neck and have so with that and my endometriosis I went through it for a while with chronic pain and marijuana really was the only thing that really brought me back to myself yeah like really helped yeah and at first though when you first start smoking or taking edibles or whatever you're not aware of that it all just kind of feels like a blur because you're not aware of what it's doing sure well I think a lot of people have this stigma around it that it's like oh well you're doing it so that you can be like a pothead so you can like sit around all day and like Eat Doritos. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my god! But you know what? No hate on Doritos because we all love Doritos. No hate on Doritos. Everybody likes that cool ranch. Do we have any Doritos? I'm kidding. No. no we, oh my god! I have the munchie sauce. Oh my god! I'm totally Are we gonna go kidding. To White Castle. Yeah. Oh my god! I've never had it. Cheese fries. Anyway, that was, um, it was a good point you were making before. What we, I was saying we had a total like. Everybody people, thinks that yeah. you're doing it because you're like, oh, I'm just like trying to be cool because that's like the '70s, '80s um, yeah. war on drugs stigma. War on drugs was pharma. Okay, back to yeah, point. Back to my we're point. Not get pharma. Out of that it's racist. It's big pharma. So let's just leave it there. Fuck that. 
We're on drugs. Um, if anyone, if you're against marijuana, um, have you ever like sat with it? Kara, I love you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm calling you out. Have you ever it. just tried it? Just try, try it, it and be curious. But I don't mean like try it and like already have all your reasons why you hate it. Don't try be it. like us going to a conference about Muslims and the Quran, okay? Like, Thank you. Be like yeah. us after the fact where we're like, what, what can we learn here? Amen. What could we learn? That was the perfect tie to the beginning of our conversation. (laughs) And I just love the ADD brain. And where's the Doritos? (laughs) And this is why pot's great. This is why pot's Because everyone else in the world who isn't ADD needs to experience it. You think you understand black holes, but really? (laughs) Really, you don't. You don't. So I She's looking at her cup like, this is empty. Hold on, time out. This is empty. I have two no. questions. I have two questions. First of all... I didn't even... I don't think I even finished my thought. Yeah, I, I'm, aware, I I'm aware. Probably not. I I'm have not two... I'm trying to get high on, and just eat Doritos. I have it's two... That, yeah. It's more than that. <laughs> yeah. Would you like another drink? Yes. If so, what? Uh, whenever I had that first one, it was really good. Okay. Oh, I think we're out of it. Oh, that's fine. Oh, wait. I, I do have this, too. Okay, cool. Oh, not uh, Second question... <laughs> Um, so, okay, so you obviously we're in a dispensary, marijuana, cool. Yeah, uh, cool. <laughs> awesome. Um, do you have any experiences with uh, psychedelics? Yes. Oh, wow, mm. what? I have one. Because I, I have not, and Neither that is not something that. we've gotten into yet, and I, okay. have, okay. I have an interest. Let me lay it down. I have an interest, but I also oh, am I a little, I am more cautious of that than I was with weed. So. I, went, I went big my first time. Oh, what did you do? I did peyote. Oh, yeah. Wait, okay, so, so peyote and um, ayahuasca are different? They are different. Yeah. Um, ayahuasca is a little bit of peyote, a little bit of um, DMT. Yeah. Actually, no, none peyote. I'm sorry for listeners who know more than I. It's not. It doesn't have any peyote in it, I don't think. Because <laughs> peyote is a cactus. Ayahuasca is like Turns a out, different It's plant. a root. It is a root, with, and it also has DMT, which yeah. is the... Mm. It's a root and a flower. It's the chemical that releases when we die. Joe Rogan. DMT is the chemical we release when we die. It is. Yeah, yeah you're right. It is. Um, I do. So I did ayahuasca. <laughs> I think it was in... Wait, uh, so you did peyote or you died? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did, I did peyote. peyote. I did peyote. Did you go on a conference? I went to a ceremony. The yeah, only ceremony. way that it is legal is through the Native American Church, Southern Missouri. So I went to Southern Missouri and I did it in a ceremony with like a hundred other people. Did you go with Maria? I did. Yeah, I did. It was incredible. So yeah, I I did that, and at the end of the night, I did eat a mushroom. But at that point, it did not matter. Peyote was the strongest force. There. <laughs> wow. I yeah. want to hear, like. A lot about that. Oh man! If we can stay on topic, Where, how yeah. How long have we been? If okay, I'll have to sum it up. No, we've been on for a while, but it's all right. uh, okay. I'm gonna have to sum it up. Let's. We can talk about that deeper. I another... feel like you're gonna have to be. Look, we have so many things. Yeah, I mean, I can we come back if things. you guys want. But, Tomorrow. <laughs> uh, peyote was life changing. Let's. I'm gonna put it this way: all the things you hope and wish to be in your head, you and. For my experience, it's the different experience for everyone because peyote is a wonderful plant medicine that meets you right where you are at mm-hmm. and it brings you right where you need to be. Yeah. That's how I'll explain it. Um, for myself, I needed to step into my power as a person, 
as my identity, going back to the beginning of what we were talking about with me, I needed to step into who Taylor was, like what made me different, what made me powerful. And I did that on peyote in a way that like my body will never forget. My body will never forget what it felt like to step into my power as a person. I had no anxiety. Um, but peyote, that's the plant medicine. It is different for everyone. Yeah. I had one friend who was keeled over in pain. Their stomach hurt the entire time they were going to vomit. But they needed that. Truly, mm. they needed that because of things that were going on in his life during that time. Mm. So it's different for everyone. It's, it's such a gentle medicine. But it is like a therapist, a, uh, a stoner's <laughs> best dream, and like a medicine all in one. I had a friend who... Um, their counselor said after they did, they went to the same thing I think you did. Oh, okay. And uh, they went back to counseling and they were like, it's like you went to 10 years of therapy. You do. You, I went through, yeah, I'd say 10 years of therapy for sure. All yeah. the things that I had been trying hmm. to work on, honestly, since like eighth grade. Yeah. And that's why they were using things like that to treat and PTSD. There you go. That's where we get to like Vietnam and stuff. Like they realized that EMD may, oh wait. E M M-D-A. D A. I'm sorry, I can't. Right M M D A. Ecstasy. M D M A. M D M A. Um, they realized that that was a great way to treat PTSD, yeah. um, childhood trauma too. Um, what? Uh, it unlocks parts of your brain that you that are repressed. Don't have access to. Yeah, be, and you're and it's in a really safe way. And right. Really when you way. have and it, these are not things that they just did recreationally. These are things they did with a licensed person who understood what was going on yeah and and also by the way um we need to shout out to native americans because they were using peyote way before and and mushrooms and and marijuana and it was very they knew all of this stuff and we're just now figuring out typical white people but yeah white people so we took their land so yeah we're the worst fuck us so uh, jokes on us we're just now learning all (laughs) this jokes on us if we would just listen from the start We wouldn't have Thanksgiving. Go Cleveland Guardians. We wouldn't have Thanksgiving. We'd have actual healing. Yeah. So maybe one day we'll be where they were, I don't know, like hundreds of years ago. Yeah, it's going to take us a long time to catch up to where they were a thousand years ago. Before we ruined everything. Yeah. So yeah. white people. Peyote's great. Um, I would, if anyone wants to get into psychedelics... That's a really cool one because it's ceremonial and you feel safe. You pe- you're with people who have done it before. Yeah. And that's the just, key, though. It just felt like everyone around you was ready to help you in your process if you needed it. Well, they understood. Yeah. But but the thing is, I'm terrified. I've read stories of like bad trips. Yeah. And sure. people have gotten like messed up for life. Well, and we've watched documentaries. And I'd say people, probably those people probably didn't do it in a great. Setting. We've yeah. done it. We've watched documentaries of people who've done ayahuasca and died because they've had a seizure, because they didn't have histories <laughs> of seizures. Uh, ayahuasca is a different beast. I, I know. DMT just scares me. So yeah. No yeah. But we've watched because it makes you throw up. Yeah. And then there's these people who accidentally drink too much water, and they yeah you have, have you have to have someone really trained in that one. There were some really scary documentaries about people who were trained and did have centers that people who go to and they were still they so died. I think I've come yeah. to the conclusion personally like it's like LSD or like acid or something like that it scares me a lot yeah. because there's people who have gotten like messed up for life but there are, off of a bad trip yeah. but I don't think that happens off of mushrooms 
like psilocybin, I think I'd be. You can have it, quote unquote, bad trip just because you take too much. Kind of like. But you're not gonna. But you're not gonna be messed up for life. Like we did the first time. It's not gonna like rewire your. Twenty minutes ago. So like no, have you ever read that about like LSD or uh, acid? Okay, so there are people who have like a genetic tendency towards psychosis or, and taking something even as simple as marijuana yes can trigger mm-hmm. psychosis right like if you have schizophrenia sure. it's like not that what's her name that girl they just made a documentary on it it's like a she went to this hotel and she had a episode she oh, was bipolar yeah. uh-huh. diagnosed bipolar she stopped and then she like, and she died in this hotel in a very mysterious way yeah i watched that that's an example of what we're talking about is like that person was Probably, she was right around Skid Row. She could have taken drugs. And then they experienced psychosis for the first time. Uh-huh. Somebody who has that genetic tendency. So it's like... Yeah, you have to be really careful. You have to be really careful, especially as and you have to be age. really aware of who's around you and where you are personally. And mm-hmm. your age. Because if you're in your early 20s, you're just more susceptible to... Yeah. You should wait. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not good to take before and you're it's in not a party your 30s. Drug, really. Here's the thing, like... It's not something to just get like shit based. No, that's my idea on psychedelics. That's your sure. intention. It's not a party yeah. drug. It's a spiritual one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's your intention going in. It's your intention. If your intention is to get effed up, that's probably what's. Gonna I mean, happen. and that's cool. I have nothing against like ecstasy or taking like any of it. If you want to party, sure. I just think that that's a really shallow understanding of what it is. Right. That's just my. That goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Like you can do it as like a, I'm gonna eat Doritos or. God, and that's real good too. It is really good to eat Doritos. It's really I need fun to be like, all of a sudden we want. You know what I could go for? Half Say, a jar of pepper cheese. We, we might be ending this podcast and driving to White Castle. Yeah. <laughs> and along the way. And like, that, is that not the best night? Like, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I need to you know, take uh, a potty break. What's that? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Or should we wrap up or we probably should right? just wrap up. Should we? Is it? It's oh, it's ten. You guys should wrap up. I've talked a lot. It's okay. <laughs> I have to go potty. You, you should wrap up. up. Okay, so I'm gonna probably I'm gonna probably edit that little part That's out right there. Part. So, so I think it's probably time to uh, wrap up. I That's guess, good. and because. You can have as many episodes as yeah, you want. We need to talk you can come over any time. There's clearly there's lots more to talk about. So I love you guys. I was literally so like, he was gone this week, and I was like, you know, if you don't come back, hang on, time out. Two days, day, two days. He was gone though, and I was like, yeah, I might just have Taylor over because <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> I was gone two days. This is good, but I'm just getting to know you, Jeffrey. So yes. This is perfect. Yeah. Because it's a good dynamic, though, right? It's someone I haven't caught up with in a really long time. Mm-hmm. It's someone that you don't know, know me well, at all. Right? Like, I don't know you well. Yeah. So this is well. Great. There's a lot of parts of you that I don't know very well either. Because when you're in the church setting, right? Like you have this family with people, but you don't actually know them. Mm-mm. Like no we remember we were sometimes. at that college trip with. That was how I met Jackie, and we were at the ranch. Oh, like it. That was like when we first became friends. Friends. Yep. I remember (laughs) saying it like that. We first became friends. And then we kind of like hung out a little bit after that. Yeah. Well, because we had mutual friends. And they were always around each other. And so we were always around each other, but we never really got to know each other. Yeah, I kind of like this because our settings have changed. Yeah. And it's like, 
this is good. I have lots of questions for you guys. Because I want to know more. I want to know more about, like, you guys. Oh, I have a, a lot Not being questions. in religion necessarily anymore. Well, you don't know church that. or whatever What if we is. are? Maybe you are. So I have two things to that. Uh, listen to episode one. I know. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I yeah. to episode two or three. I did it out of order. It's okay, okay. You yeah. go out of order. Episode one explains that, but we, have, we, we didn't actually get as far into it as we could have because even we'll in that podcast so that's yeah so beautiful we can okay. do that off yeah. off air if you want that, yeah you know, so i broke the rules earlier it's okay keep that part in. <laughs> everything's 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 great this was this was terrific we well, want to have you back yeah and here's to episode um um a lot more with taylor Good. A lot more to work at it. And this is going to be on my podcast as yeah. well. Oh, hey, hey, time out. Plug your podcast. Okay. Okay, thank you. We're going to follow you. I, hold on. Podcast. I was trying to like get her to plug her podcast like Listen, literally an hour ago. You know, but you told me I could if we don't do this soon, I'm going to pee my pants. Okay. <laughs> my podcast is called Culty Classics, and it's pretty much like a little bit of satire, a little bit of like, ooh legitness as I like to say <laughs> with like all the things we're kind of talking about right now yeah. um but some of the funny things about feeling like I was in a cult for a little while yeah. and some of the things I still carry with me in a good mm. way and some of the things I sure let go <laughs> so where do you want people to follow you Instagram Twitter Facebook um, where we go you know, I you think go. it's. I'm gonna have it on Spotify Probably. eventually. Culty yeah. Classics. Culty Classics. Yeah, it's gonna be uploaded. My you first episode is going on next week. Yeah, you could follow my therapist Instagram. It's just called Soulfire <laughs> Counseling. Soulfire oh, Counseling. Honestly, sometimes I forget it's you, and I'm like, oh shit, this girl getting me. This girl getting me. She's preaching it like That's real. Is. Yeah, Soulfire yeah. Counseling. I'm a therapist, so if y'all need any therapy and I don't know you, I'm available. Turns there out, you go. Turns out all of you guys probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, you let's. Hear. Turns out I'm diagnosing you. You all need therapy. <laughs> With that, let's let you use the facilities. Oh, and, um, yeah, we'll let you use the facilities. Okay, yeah. Is there a down There he is. Thank you for listening to Two or Three Doinks. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes. iTunes. We're kind of all over the place. Um, the doink of the night, again, was Keef. K-E-E-F. Circa 2010 cannabis infused classic root beer and blue raz. We're official as hell right now. <laughs> You're <Wow>. like, <laughs> what is he I'm about? talking. Did you? Okay, we're well, not gonna get into more stories. Smooth jazz. Blue raz. <laughs> we need to. I need to put in some music. The outro music of like some smooth jazz right I now. I think you need to put that one song that we usually buzz ourselves out to. By, um, uh, actually, what I'm going to play this out to as you just started reading that was. Yes. Anyway. So that's happening. This has been two or three doinks. And. Wait. This is the actual outro. Of. Remember? <laughs> anyway, this has been two or three doings. We're not a radio show, so stop treating it like one. And we love you. Bye.
comes out here. She's like, what the fuck is happening? Oh,